Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. It's the daily podcast in which we analyze Man of Steel by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. I'm Tom. You can find me on Twitter at KryptonTom and co-hosting the DC Daily Drop podcast where I talk DC movie, uh, TV, and comic news. Cool. I'm jealous of that name, KryptonTom. Like, it is a cool name. It's so phonetically pleasing. Oh, props. Your name I is actually okay. an insult. My name is no an insult? Date. Oh, yeah. It's an insult on myself. Yeah. Um, it was a chant at one point in time, if you remember correctly. Oh, yeah, I remember. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for wrapping up Man of Steel week number 27 with us. Yes, sir. Yeah. This has been a... I think we made the most out of this, even though we're talking credits. <laughs> we, got a whole, we got a whole another week of credits next week. Nate, so be prepared. I'm calling Um, sick. Today on Man of Steel, we're doing minute 135, and it starts off with, well, it finishes up introducing Amy Adams, or crediting her, and then it starts with Michael Shannon, and then the minute ends with this massive crest of Superman, the S in all his glory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And we'll get to that, because it's a pretty beautiful thing. But I wanted to run through these things as quickly as possible because I don't want to take up too much time. Okay. Um, we didn't get to talk about uh, Henry Cavill or Amy Adams, but I wanted to jump quick through all of these. Roll call. Yeah, basically. Henry Cavill, <laughs> do you like him as Superman? Me? Yeah. Absolutely. Best one. Tom. Yes. I do as well. Is he your favorite uh, rendition of Superman? Um... Tom. Yeah, Tom. Uh, I don't know. I, like, I don't yeah. have any complaints for him. Um, I can't, you know, I can't say he's definitely better than Christopher Reeve. I think they both do a great job with what, you know, with what they were asked to do. Yeah. I think similar, uh, more similar characters than, than people would realize. Just dare, very different worlds that their their supermen were put in. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think they're both great. And Brown and Ralph did yeah. good with what he was with what he was asked to do you know we always forget to bring up the supergirl one he, oh tyler yeah heckland. Well, tyler yeah. heckland i heard he does a great job with superman and it's really underappreciated i haven't seen season two yet because <sighs> cw yeah, and who's um, parted ways i i think henry's rendition of the is my favorite um i don't i don't want to say right now because i feel like he's continuing con- consistently my favorite especially we have other names nate you gotta hurry this up i'm sorry um <laughs> yeah he's my prefer, he's my favorite right now i prefer cavill yeah as of right now yeah um amy adams do you like her lois lane yeah yes yes oh, yeah. i it, yes she's great cool is your favorite lois lane i don't necessarily have a favorite lois lane tom i would i would I, probably yeah I would say probably favorite, definitely favorite movie, Lois Lane. I'm, I don't even know if we're including cartoon shows because I heard. Yeah, I was Superman including Advent- car- I was including cartoon shows because the Superman Adventures Lois yeah. Lane is is my go to Lois Lane just yeah. because that was what I was raised with. Um, I also really like uh, the New Fifty Two Lois Lane, especially when she had that whole dealing with. Uh, John Corbin and that whole love affair and 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 all that all that nonsense that was going on in that horrible 
arc, but it was <laughs> this, Lois Lane was still strong. <laughs> yeah, this Lois Lane has really climbed the ranks for me, though. Doing it minute by minute, I've really, really come to love this, this yeah. character. I've, I've really appreciated Amy Adams. Yeah, exactly. And I think <laughs> seeing this film and also seeing mm-hmm. the film Arrival, it just like... Yeah. I don't know why, but those two films become like so good. <laughs> I don't know why, but like you just like fall in love with Amy Adams and the way she is as an actress. I mean, she's great. Yeah. She's a She definitely there's definitely Lois Lane aspects yeah. in Arrival. Uh Michael Shannon. What do you think? Don't you can't I'll, I'll you want me to give you an essay? I'll give you an essay. <laughs> Tom, what do you think about Michael Shannon? He's he's terrific. Is your favorite General Zod? <laughs> Oh, I, I, kind of similar with the Terrence Stamp. Terrence Stamp was playing a much different Zod, mm-hmm. um, but they're, I think they're both great in different ways. This is, in my opinion, the best General Zod we've ever had. Yeah. I'll just put that there. I, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> but we're biased. Kurt Russell, what do you think? Stop it. You can't. <laughs> you can't. God damn it. What you do you can't. think about Kevin Costner? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I guess we have to make it a full circle at this point. Yeah. Kinda, <laughs> um, Kevin Costner. What do you think about Kevin Costner's Jonathan Kent? I, I don't, I don't, I've never been the biggest, um, uh, I didn't, uh, the Kents never really struck me as, as a family that was like a thing that I actually needed to pay attention to, to actually watch character development, uh, as bad as that sounds of being a Superman fan. But I'm, I'm not mad at, at Kevin Costner's Jonathan Kent. Um, I, I said it in earlier in the week that I'm uh, still on the fence of of his actual his actions his actions and and his influence on on Cal and his son. Um, but I, I I love him nonetheless as the character of Jonathan Kent. What do you think, Tom? I, I think he does a great job with what he's asked to do. You can see him conflicted in his performance, and uh, you know with what the future of this of what his son will be he, mm-hmm. he seems like a farmer who is trying to raise an alien and has no idea what he's doing and is just trying to do the best job that he can yeah absolutely yeah i i too like him i know i think this is mike's favorite character of this movie we get yeah we, we do get a <laughs> we get a kevin costner jonathan kent-esque in american alien which you should definitely read now that we're gonna be oh yeah i rough. was reading it yeah I he's he's very Kevin Costnery. I really don't like that that third chapter with the Clark Kent being mistaken as Bruce Wayne. I absolutely hated that. Bit. Did you really? I hated that. Bit. What? I was like that. I was like, this is so bad. Because what is it that's so bad about that? And I don't want to get too far into it. It's like the fact that as Bruce Wayne is tra- training, that um, Rachel Ghoul of all people has to be like, yo, you want to see this guy who's pretending to be you? First of all, why do you care? Second, <laughs> why are you interrupting? Why does Bruce Wayne care? Who cares if that guy's impersonating you? You're not Bruce Wayne. You're Batman. You don't give a shit. It's just let that guy be an imposter. Who cares? I don't know why those two got so riled up about this guy pretending to be Bruce Wayne. I really didn't like that chapter. Anyways. I, I, <laughs> I can get into that with you. Diane Lane. What do you think about her Martha Kent? Phenomenal. Terrific. No she's, questions yeah, asked. She's great. The best Martha Kent. Mm-hmm. Um, why'd you say that name? Why'd you say that name? <laughs> the other day I told you where my mom's name is actually Martha. Yeah. <laughs> that never put two and two together. Lawrence Fishburne. Fan- fantastic. Like, <laughs> you can't throw that word out. That's, have I said that a lot? Have I said fantastic to everybody? Your favorite Perry White? 
Oh yeah, most definitely. What about you, Tom? Yeah, he's he's probably my favorite Perry. Yeah, he does a he does a terrific job. I, I really like him. Yeah, I never cared for Perry White. I mean, like he's just like you know he, he's Perry White in the comic books. He's just I he's, like any he's, role he's there. He's Lawrence he, does even in Predators. I'm alive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, ab- uh, this Perry White, especially we get in the next movie, we get comedy. It's like, yeah, absolutely, Lawrence. Like, bring bring this character to life. Anya Trow. Feor Ul. <laughs> the illustrious. Yeah. Speechless. Is, Speechless. Is all That's say. all I can yeah. say. <laughs> Right there. Uh, yeah, she. Uh, I think that was she. Did, I mean, she's fantastic with what she's asked to do. Obviously, that's a role that could easily be forgettable, mm-hmm. and she, you know she doesn't have a ton to say or anything like that. But she made it very memorable with the lines and action that she did have. Yeah, yeah. When you say she's forgettable, that that always kind of you know it bothers me because like a lot of times. The DCU has something to be proud about when it comes to the female characters in, in their in their movies. Yeah. And they all get so much praise. But a lot of people forget that Feora was, you know, one of the first female characters in D- DCEU to be such a powerful figure. And a lot of times people will be like, oh, yeah, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, obviously Wonder Woman and all these things. And, like, even Amanda Waller. And it's like, yo, guys, don't forget Feora Ul was one of the yeah. coolest characters that we ever got in this uh, cinematic universe and you know it's one of those people i'm i'm that guy on every twitter thread that's like yo fair or cool <laughs> like thank you trow for giving us such a great character for real and i love it ayelet zurer she is lara lorvan she didn't really have a lot in this in this movie but she she does a good job right what do you think yeah no i'm absolutely um this was still coming off the heels of Silk Spectre? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. She was the, f- was she the first one? What are you talking about? Yes. She's New. Silk Spectre. No. No. New. No, that one. Carla is- Gugina. Was- she was the voice mm, of. Uh, that's right. Keele. No. Keele. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's who you're thinking is. of. That's what I'm thinking of. She, she's in um, Daredevil, the. Netflix show. Yes. That's what, yeah. yes. That's um, what we were talking about. Yeah, she's we, great we brought that, that up too. as well. Yeah. Um yeah, no, her 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 Lara is um it's good. It's subtle. I mean it's 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 the whole beginning prequel, uh not prequel, pro prologue. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. She does a great job. Yeah. Doesn't have much to do, but you feel the emotion. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. She doesn't want to give away her son, but she does. The look that she has on her face when they're at the Zod's trial and when he's yelling at her, that's when, I mean, like, obviously it's, it's, it's no speaking lines or anything like that, but her body language. We talked about how she's so mad that they got, they kind of get away with something because they get sent off the planet Yeah, while she and the rest of them are are still on the planet. Mm -hmm. We talked about that. Yeah. yeah. So there's also that memorable shot of her walking into Krypton exploding yeah. you know, at the very yeah. end of that. That's a, a really cool and powerful shot. Christopher Melanie, Guardian. Good Guardian? Is he a good, as a, the character of Guardian? <laughs> no. He, no. 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 But he, was he good as, as Nathan Hardy? Yes. Okay. Should it have been Rick Flagg? Maybe. Should it have been Rick Flagg? Mm. Should it have been, I'm trying to, th- no, can't even, yeah. It could have been Rick Flagg and it could have tied in 
things. It could have really things. tied, but then he the he wouldn't have been subject to a <laughs> Kryptonian black hole. Yeah, that's true. Right. Um, yeah. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, he's again a small role that is is memorable mm-hmm. with um with his interactions with Feora. What is your favorite guardian? I've never looked into the character as much to to think to to have thoughts to yeah to, <laughs> to care. I liked again. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Young Justice. So when they added him in, in Young Justice and they you know they gave him the whole backstory of being the Harper clone and everything like that's it's fantastic. It's great. And you add Mal Duncan and Mal Duncan in that show was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just guardian is guardian i don't i have i don't have an opinion <laughs> let's just leave it at that <laughs> what about you Tom? if you if you guys see a, a season two of supergirl your your chin, opinion you might have more opinions will on i guardian but uh yeah for I, better I would be or curious worse. to see what your thoughts on that were i don't know <laughs> who is it who, who, uh, who, 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 who yeah, is yeah i really need which guardian is he too do you, it, it's a new one. Oh, oh okay well, it is an existing character who becomes guardian oh no Oh man, if you say it's like Jimmy Olsen, Monal or something, I'm gonna <laughs> freak out. Uh, I, I, do you want to know? I think it's. Jimmy I don't Olsen. watch the show, so is that bad of me to be? I don't watch. I, I kind of fell off all the CW shows, so I'm a, I'm okay with hearing things because I'll probably just look it up on the internet. Yeah. Hit me with it. Well, it's it's James Olsen. Oh, Mark! <laughs> I just put two and two together. Um, okay, so Russell Crowe. Jor-El. I was going to say. I don't think he cared about yeah. the role. <laughs> you don't think he cared about the role? I don't think he role? gave it a single shit about it. But he just did it. But anyways. he did a, he did a, he did a that's job. That's Russell Crowe. He just knows what to do. They were like, what did someone say? Like, whenever he was on set, people were just like, they were just like, oh, it's Russell Crowe. Let him do his thing. <laughs> but it's like. It's like, can you apply that mentality to all of his movies? Maybe no, but then I you think get he cares about some of them. This one, I just he did his job because he's just so good at be, doing his job. But I don't know. What are your thoughts, Tom, on Russell Crowe, Jorah? Well, I think his, his, especially when he's the AI, he doesn't show much emotion yeah. because he's an AI. So I think that's kind of why, maybe why he comes off like you would think the actor doesn't care. But I think he definitely cared more than uh, Marlon Brando, if you ever. <laughs> yeah. You know, he didn't even bother to learn his lines for Superman the movie, but still did a pretty good job for it. But um, uh, I think he—I can't think of someone who, who I would rather have as Jor-El. Um, you know, I don't, I'm probably someone, but nobody I can think of. I think he did a good job of of bringing. He he makes you kind of care about that character quickly in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. Who else could have played Jor-El? Obviously, Anthony Hopkins was taken for Odin. That could have been another one, but no, Russell Crowe is, is young enough. And uh, Anthony Hopkins was Jor-El in Superman Returns, wasn't he? Wasn't he Brandon Routh's Jor-El? Whoa, Marlon Brando he... CGI uh... was, was Jor-El. <laughs> you can get those two mixed up. So can you really? Can you <laughs> I don't know. No, I, don't I don't think, think you can. So. I'm just I'm just a terrible. Um... I saw Superman Returns three times in theaters. I think I saw. I put it on the other day, and I literally turned it off. I don't know why. I've, um, yeah, I I like his Jor-El. It's a great Jor-El in this film. Uh, is it my favorite? 
I don't know many Joel, so I might say yeah. Um, next we get Michael Kelly, Harry Lennox, and Richard Schiff. Emil Hamilton is Richard Schiff. Harry Lennox is uh, General uh, General Swanwick, mm-hmm. and Michael Kelly is Steve Lombard. I'll say this is my favorite Steve Lombard because I don't really know <laughs> Steve Lombard. <laughs> um, Rory Spence seemed to really know a lot about <laughs> Steve yeah. Lombard. So, uh, Harry Lennox, Swanwick, cool guy, kind of. Yeah. Martian Manhunter? Yeah. Do no. you believe that? No. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, do you believe that's Martian Manhunter? Uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> I, I No, I don't think he is, but I, I think it's a cool cool fan theory. Um, you like Emil Hamilton? Probably not, though, right? but I wouldn't be against it. Me? Do I like Emil Hamilton? I like comic book Emil Hamilton. This Emil Hamilton, he's silly, and he's got a <laughs> pa- half-eaten pack of Lifesavers mints in his pocket, or he's just happy to see me. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, what are your thoughts on Emil Hamilton in general, Tom? Um, I I think he was fine in this film. I kind of I kind of wish they would have done something different and saved him and had him, you know, maybe at Star Labs and have mm-hmm. him have a recurring role in the future of this cinematic universe. But maybe if he'll you, come if you back. Look at it, maybe, um, but if you, if you look at it as a one-off film, he he did his job and I don't, I don't think it, that's anything wrong with the actor it's just personal preference of what i'd like to see from the character hmm. fair enough all righty and then we end up with a warner brothers presentation and then in association with legendary pictures uh what's your favorite legendary picture oh uh 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 i don't know i would say godzilla 2014 yeah <laughs> that's a game i don't that's it's a hard one Tom, do you have one? Uh, probably. You could say Man, Man of Steel. Steel. <laughs> like, I, I don't remember, but I don't remember what it all legendary was. So many. Yeah, I think Don. Was, Watchmen, The Dark Knight, Don Justice um, is one. Don, yeah. Don, oh, Jonah Hex. <laughs> Jonah Hex. That's yeah. a, we said a that's whole a bunch movie. of them, like in the very first minute. I think Book of Eli is also legendary. I th- yeah, I think so. Um, Pacific Rim is one. Yeah. See, like there's just two. Trick or treat. It's a Halloween film. I know. Uh, and then it, it goes into a Sin Copy production. Favorite Sin Copy movie. Go. Gosh. I Gosh. Interstellar blows my mind every time. <laughs> yeah, Interstellar is great. But then, I mean, I'm still a sucker for Inception. Batman Begins. Batman Begins. Yeah. Man of Steel. Tom, you got one? Uh, Man of the DC movie. Man of Steel uh, again. That's it would be. Yeah. Yeah. A Zack Snyder film. Favorite Zack Snyder film. Go. Dawn of Justice. Batman v Superman, yeah. Yeah. Dang. We got Tom's agreeing with me on that one? That's I think that's a first. <laughs> Out of the entire show. First time yeah. we agreed? The no. first time someone has agreed with us that Dawn of Justice is Sam Sam Otten's favorite. DCEU film is still Donna Justice. Is it? Okay, yeah. so... Because in his well, opinion, it's the linchpin. It holds all the that things it does. together. That it does. It is going to be the the key. Um, yeah, my favorite Zack Snyder film? Legend of the Gahool. Yeah, Legend of the Gahool. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, it's... I, I kind of want to say it's still Man of Steel. Yeah? I, More power to you, man. Something in Man of Steel that... Are you, um, not, are you not counting Wonder Woman in that? No, mm, no, because no. I would say that's a Patty Jenkins film. Patty Jenkins film, but story. 
No, yeah, but this is a Zack Snyder film. Okay. I kind of want to say Man of Steel. Yeah. yeah. So. Man of Steel? I'll say Man of Steel for now. It might change when we do John Justice. It's probably because we did this minute by minute that this is the case. Um, but Could yeah, be. once we wrap this up, we are given this giant Superman S shield. Yeah, that drawing. I know, right? I try to get it down. I don't know if I've ever been able to, to draw that S in a, I tried, in a decent way. The reason I was trying to draw it is because I was trying to draw it in like the weird alien shape that it yeah. is like trying to draw it not thinking of like oh it's an s yeah no you can't like follow yeah. any sort of s pattern so it's i like was you trying draw, to draw the negative space yeah you draw the shapes of yeah. what it makes yeah it's exactly what it is it's then hard. they also the way that this s shows up on the screen is it kind of falls in like a puzzle piece you know what do you mean like the way it's like it's like layered yeah it's like yeah excuse me it's like broken up into a little it's not one complete s yeah they're like these pieces that just fall into place and it kind of made me wonder if like if it even is a solid s or are there is that just a design it's just a design or are those actually different characters that kind of form into an s oh you feel me yeah i get what you mean yeah yeah i don't know i think it might be the characters because if you look at like the you know the house of zod it's almost like a, a sickle kind of looking shape with uh, another like I think like a teardrop or something like that in the corner something something weird like that so I think it is the way you just described that kind of makes it feel like that's what there's like some sort of symbolism behind the way his, his shield I'm sure looks. there is a sickle and a oh, teardrop yeah. I'm sure there wow. is um, but first but, time uh, we've actually talked about it like that yeah there, I, I, I think it probably has when they were like doing the whole you know the S has to relate to everything on Krypton it probably was like characters so like you said the negative space it's there's shapes inside the the crest that just so happen to make a a, a, a shape that is similar to an S. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you look at the House of Ool, if you look at all of them, you, you look know, at we the got rest our, of oh, them. Yeah. They they are crazy. They're, they're shapes. They're they're characters. Yeah. They're not like obviously. It's like that one's going to look like an A. No. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't have to look like a, a Z or anything. Yeah, exactly. It's just that one. It is weird though that this the House of L is a lot more curved and smooth than the other the house other ones symbols. get crazy yeah the other ones just seem more jagged and 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 you know kind of uh i don't even know what the what the word i'm trying to describe yeah. but maybe it has to do with something with them being a part of the uh, they're the thinker guild so maybe it has to do with something being mm-hmm. smooth or thoughts or something i don't know man it could, no, it could, it could be anything good idea yeah. um this this S I see it now. It's it's weird. I see it all over the place. I'm normally used to just seeing like a classic like Superman crest, which is I'm a big fan of. I see this Man of Steel S so often, so often. Really? And now I feel like it's just like this is the Superman crest that we're going to be having for the next few years. You know. You know, you still see the Dark Knight Batman symbol exactly. over everything. Exactly. And you don't even get the the new one or like the you know the Fat Bat symbol. You get the you get the Dark Knight one. Yeah, that very exactly. angular looking one. It's like you barely yeah, and we barely get Dawn of Justice Dark Knight symbols now. So yeah, exactly. And so you only get the Nolan one, and now we're only getting this Nolan Man of Steel. And you know, we still don't get Wonder Woman. Like Wonder Woman's new logo is very hard to find. Um, just on the internet, like if you're just trying to look for like her new logo, the way it looks, mm-hmm. um, you don't. It's well, you as of right now, it's still the very classic 
kind of so jo- complete George, opposite the of, George Perez kind of yeah. Wonder Woman Civil War. That might change. Hopefully, it changes. It's the opposite um, of what's going on now. Uh, again, with like uh, Suicide Squad, you get the Suicide Squad title card thing. That's how it comes up nowadays. Like, if you want that logo, that's the... the oh, yeah, you don't have, like, the, the you don't symbol. Get, I had anything. to look for that Task, yeah. Force, that Task Force X logo and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but enough about that. Uh, do you guys have anything else for the credits before we kind of start to wrap up? No. Tom? No, I think I don't think so. Cool. Uh, Tom, can you tell us about the first time you saw Man of Steel? Yeah, um, I went opening night and... I really liked it. It was, um, I, I did have some minor issues, but I, it's something I've, I've come to like more over the years. I, I really respect that they, I, as a Superman fan, I know a lot of people think that this changed Superman in some, in some way or in changed some of the characters. I don't think so. I think it's, to me, it felt like the Superman I've always known and, and always, grown up with red and seen on tv it's just the world he was in is much different than you know other versions you know Mm -hmm. uh, this is a very very hyper realistic world you know if an alien came in even if he seems to be doing great things a lot of people aren't going to like it and a lot of people are going to be worried from him and i and i I really appreciate that that look at it yeah it's um my favorite aspect of this entire DC cinematic universe. I don't think we've ever um, talked about, uh, Yeah, I, I don't think, I, at least I've never looked at this movie from the perspective of, you know, the Superman character is the same, but the world around him is different. That's it's a very interesting take. I've kind of put two and two together where, like, the world is different, which in turn changes the Superman. That is a very... Different it's, way to look at it, yeah. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. That, yeah. yeah, if it's just I'm trying to, yeah, I'm making it smaller. Well, I, that makes a lot of sense because normally if Superman shows up, everyone is like, "Oh my God, Superman's here!" Like, you know, that's swell. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and then here it's like, well, maybe uh, Superman's gonna show up, a building's gonna blow up, like, or like, yeah, run. I've been a devout Christian for you know 35 years, and this guy shows up and ch- changes everything, yeah. and I'm not okay with that. There are people like that. I'm not that guy. I'm not 35. I'm not a devout Christian. Um, but yeah, so it's it's crazy. Like I think that might be the thing. But then we what we do instead is we don't we don't question the world. Isn't that what's weird about it? Is like us as people who watch this film, our first thing is to question the Superman in the film, and we don't question the world itself. Like, I think we relate the world too much to like our own. Yeah, we like we don't. We, what I'm saying is like and how Tom just brought it up is like people who have a problem with this film they blame the Superman they yeah. don't blame the world itself mm. that is hmm that's that's hitting home right there man yeah it's unfortunate that we that we choose to blame which is very like Donna Justice is how we blame Superman and yeah we don't that's look exactly at ourselves what, yeah. in the way that we should be blaming ourselves about things um crazy but what are your thoughts about the rest of the the DCU, Tom? I'm a big fan in uh, in very different, you know, for different reasons of all the films. I I kind of like what I said with Man of Steel. I wasn't sure about Batman v Superman at first, and it became one of my all time favorite films that holds up well. Boom! Man of Steel and Batman v Superman are not the the films I would have wanted, but I love them for what they are. Um, 
and I think I, I really enjoy them. And then Suicide Squad is just a fun time with interesting characters. Uh, and I think they got that part of it very much right. And Wonder Woman's just fantastic all around. Yeah. Absolutely. Good deal. Um, so how would you rank those out? Would it be Dawn of Justice number one? Yes. Uh, probably <laughs> Dawn of Justice, then Wonder Woman, then Man of Steel, and then Suicide Squad. Um, but okay. that, you know, that could change over time. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Depending on how the, the next few are. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I guess uh, you're excited for Justice League, Aquaman, um, just as much Absolutely. as we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, like, I don't know, because it's like even though the, we have four films now, like, there are some people who are probably more wary of Aquaman or they might be wary of Justice League or maybe maybe uh, we've had guests who don't like Donna Justice but they are excited for Justice League so I always yeah. want to keep I always want to know what people are thinking about the films coming up because you know people get so caught up in the making of films nowadays that mm-hmm. like any bit of news just completely swings their opinion <laughs> to the point yeah. where it's like man don't you feel like at the end of the day, don't you just feel exhausted for doing that to yourself? Yeah, what happened? Like, just relax. Like, there's, um, what, they got the Batman in the works. Mm-hmm. And I read up on all the news because you can't avoid it on Twitter. And it's one of those things where it's like, damn, you guys you guys put a lot of energy in getting riled up and, and, and getting mad at, at people when it's like, yo, just relax. When the trailer comes out, then you can you can judge and whatnot. But, like... Let those people like just work. They're doing their job. Yeah, just yeah. let them work. Let this yeah. and let like let Matt Reeves like promote his film that just came out. And, yeah, like, don't interview <laughs> him about the Batman. Why can't you just be like, yeah. hey man, great job with the whole Ape series. I'm proud of you. You know, that's yes. It's like, oh, I want to talk about the Batman. It's like, no, no, sit down. Come on, have some respect and and relax a bit. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and we, and we do we do daily news podcast. So it's and you see everybody's kind of any minor news is the biggest news ever mm-hmm. uh, to some people but we, we try to be like well let's calm down it takes it, a lot of work goes into initial conception of a film to actually it releasing in theaters um, and they change and you know you, you never know just because a film is going great behind the scenes or going terribly behind the scenes it doesn't mean it's going to be a good or a bad film yeah yeah exactly <clears throat> Um, and if someone asks you, since you're are a huge Superman fan, uh, they want to get into Superman. You know, I've never really gotten into the character. He seems kind of interesting. Um, but I, I want to know more about him. So what is like, if you had to t- like send this person home and be like, yo, you got to experience this, this Superman story. Uh, what book, TV show, movie, this, that, the other is coloring like, book coloring book what 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 kind of color ideally books? a coloring book yeah. <laughs> um, um you know i probably you know if it was one thing and i wanted them to be a superman fan quick i would probably say man of steel um but i also i love superman the movie uh uh smallville is my favorite tv show ever and i think it, it, that just it's tough to tell someone hey watch 10 seasons of this yeah um but you know in, in comics wise i like superman for all seasons kingdom come uh, Superman Secret Origin by Jeff Johns mm-hmm. and the the Man of Steel reboot from the 80s by with um John Byrne I think mm-hmm. I I like a lot of different versions of of 
the character, especially when they they look at him from a philosophical angle. Is Tom the first one to say Smallville? Like, uh, like, like <laughs> I love Smallville. Um, I, I know, feel like someone said like if they're like really looking into getting into it, like after like the initial, then you get into Smallville. Right. But like, do you have to watch all ten seasons, or is there like a is there a Krypton Tom cut of like here watch <laughs> season two and three, and then maybe watch the fourth episode of season five, and then like skip these fillers? I'm still under the. In, I've only seen a handful of each season of Smallville, and I'm still under the impression of it doesn't really get doesn't get good until season three but that's just me Uh, it's far from the best tv show ever um (laughs) there there are you know season one he's fighting a different meteor freak every week and and there's lots of problems with it but if if you love the character and love it deep look at him in every aspect of his life basically um it's great yeah how many times have you seen smallville tom Several times, <laughs> several times all the way through. That's um, crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I I can hear a song on the radio and remember the episode <laughs> that it was in. in that's Smallville. incredible. Uh, yeah. Whoa, that's weird. Uh, well, cool. Nate, did you have any closing questions? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I'm glad that we're on the. Uh, Tom did say that Dawn of Justice is one of his all-time favorite movies, or just superhero movies. All-time favorite, one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah, uh, I agree. I'm, I'm on, I'm on the same boat right there. And this is like a new, a new experience for me. That's a new, crazy. A new thought. Well, the, <laughs> this is the first time I found a friend. This is crazy. Uh, no, well, no. <laughs> I mean, like, I've become always... best friends. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's just not only I think my favorite su- superhero movie, but one of. I mean, it's top three. I think of my favorite movies. Top three? Top five. It's definitely top five. Top three, I'd probably have to think about it, but it's definitely sitting high up there. So I'm glad that someone yeah, else shares my opinions. I don't I don't know where I would I don't rank my favorite movies of all time, but Yeah. It's in there. I'm trying to I can't think of anything I would put over it at number one right now. In no particular order, my top three superhero films are the Trinity. It's Batman Begins, Wonder Woman and Man of Steel. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good Yeah. It's a good grasp. Those are great. Because yeah. if you watch those movies, they are so inspiring. And they're not just... There's there's something... There's some value in there. Mm-hmm. As like a, as a character growth and everything. Like these, these three movies, they just kind of... I watch them because I... Like they make me want to be a better person all the time. Um, and stuff like that. So the, yeah, those are definitely uh, my three favorite superhero films. But I want to thank you, Tom, for joining yes. us on Man of Steel on our crazy adventure to cover it minute by minute. <laughs> um, it's been an absolute blast. And thank you for sitting with us as we talk about two minutes of credits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun. Well, all righty. Well, then we're going to go ahead and wrap up the week. Um, you can find Tom and his co-host, Zach, and they do DC Daily Drop. They talk about all the recent DC news. Is it just DC EU news? You guys talk about DC Comics, or uh, we do movies and then we some TV and a little bit of comic stuff. Cool. All righty. Um, you can find us on all social media at DC EU Minute. Nate and I also talk about Reservoir Dogs on the Tarantino Minute podcast. You can find all our shows at TwoOldMedia.com. 
And uh, if you want to talk about anything that you heard on this podcast or you want to uh, interact with some of the past guests that we've had um, and maybe tell us for like the fourth time about how Jack's herb blew up the moon in Krypton, you can find us at the Facebook group, <laughs> DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And we'll catch you guys next week here on DC Cinematic Minute. 